and welcome in to episode 10. Yes, episode 10 of the IPL podcast. Ian Nickel, Parker Terrell, Levi Peckinpah. Uh, if you hear my voice throughout this, for one thing, yes, we are doing another Zoom. And yes, I am sick. Uh, Mother Nature decided to put reckoning on me, and it is what it is. But fellas, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm doing really good. Uh, Halloween's coming up, guys. I mean... Right. it's going down whatever that means doing well i'm doing well uh i'm home alone right now my wife is at a conference for a couple days so it's just me and the dogs um so i'm just gonna be you know watching football watching movies hey. gonna watch osu win on saturday against k-state you better knock on some freaking wood like Listen, i don't like, i don't believe in curses I was the curse. Remember this? This is Oklahoma State. This is like one of the most cursed teams of all time. You have to knock on wood for everything. I was the curse. Levi knows this story. I was the curse. The last year of Mason Rudolph, James Washington, that crew, the three games that I went to were the three games OSU lost. I was the curse. And so now I go to all the games and we win. So curse is broken. I don't believe in curses. I would not. That I mean believe in a curse. I stayed away. I stayed away. Wait, the away games? No, no. Sorry, not the away games, but the home games. Yeah, you know, you could catch Parker up in the four hundreds in Ames, Iowa. He's just hello. I'm up here. I don't know about going there. You might get. You may not make it out. Ames is crazy. Yeah. If there's like, a- I wish that I was going to Manhattan. Honestly, mm-hmm. I knew that my wife would be gone this weekend, or I might have scheduled to go up to Manhattan this year. Uh, Manhattan would be such a great time. If, if there was a couple places I could go like on the road, I would so want to take a trip to Ames, even though I know it'd be hectic as hell that Morgantown. Cause I have a feeling both those places. Yeah. Barry Trammell's favorite, uh, town in the big 12 Ames, Iowa. Okay. Okay. And the thing is, it's because whenever it, it doesn't matter any game, it's just, it, it, it's such a weird environment. It flips the and it flips the game so much because, like, if Oklahoma State be favored two touchdowns, I would not believe it one single bit with the way the fans get into the game and just change everything up. Well, you yeah, know who has to go to Morgantown this week? TCU. <laughs> that is the game. West Virginia just get killed by Tech though. They did, but this is Morgantown. I I don't know TCU. You know, they're they're undefeated, but they hurt every starting quarterback they've played against. Exactly. At least in the last four games. I don't think they're dirty, though. I, I've seen that narrative. No. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not saying, saying they're dirty. No. I'm not saying you're saying that, but I have seen – that narrative is starting to really boil online. Like, I've seen a bunch of people say that they're dirty and they try to knock out quarterbacks. I don't know about that. The hit on Dylan Gabriel was yeah. late. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, the Martinez, he just like felt like he was like fell down and like hurt his, hurt his hip or something. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Just TCU is just, they're so lucky. Lucky. I mean, they're lucky and they have Quentin Johnston. Yeah. That dude. He's a dude. Wide receiver. If he's not, I'll, I'll, I'm willing to eat as much crow as possible on that. And he reminds me of Devonte Adams. Mm. 
That's, that's, that's he's a big old guy. He's a big guy that catches really well and he can turn on a dime. Like his, the, his like quick twitch is elite. My comparison would be Colin Johnson, but agile. Ooh, that's a deep cut, deep cut text reference there. Yeah. Cause I remember Colin Johnson was a big body. Wasn't that agile? Yeah. Quentin Johnston, agile as all get out and dang big for it. Like it's it's unguardable when he's like facing the quarterback and he catches the ball and just immediately turns around and just takes off. Yeah. That happened against OSU quite a few times. It's just unguardable because of how quick he is. Yeah. It's, like it's weird. It took half the season for them to figure out. Oh yeah, go to the big six four six five guy and just let him put in work. Yeah, I know. But no, I think TCU is. If we play TCU at full strength, healthy, I think we beat them by by a touchdown or more. Yeah. So that was what I was going to ask. If how many times out of ten does Oklahoma State beat TCU? Because like healthy against healthy, I would say like six out of six out of ten. I go okay. five out of ten because I, I I like Oklahoma State squad, but TCU. Very good squad as well. I don't – what TCU does really well is, like, run. They have those two running backs that they're good. Their running backs are really good, and then they have Quentin Johnston, who's basically unguardable. But I still don't trust Duggan. I know he's looked a lot better this year, similar to Sanders. Um, but I still – like, he kind of got exposed in the K-State game a little bit. He wasn't the reason why they won that game. Yeah. And K-State obviously made a lot of mistakes once. I mean, they were killing them. Or no, no, TCU was up 28 to 17 at halftime, and Duggan looked good. But then he only scored one touchdown in the second half, and that was like every other drive K-State was throwing on interception. Now, do you think that's just because Kansas State's defense is – good yes yes i think their defense is good probably the i would say them they have probably the best defense in the conference i would say tcu's defense is not bad though it's it's they get a lot of turnovers plus they do have some really great players mainly hodges tomlinson like that dude's get up Well, the I biggest think- enigma, the biggest enigma to me in the Big Twelve is Tech. I'm glad we already played him and we got it out of the way. But with this Morton kid, they look totally different. We we so got lucky because I thought we were going to get Brock Purdy so bad. Because remember, yeah. when Brock Purdy debuted mm-hmm. against Oklahoma State and Thrash. Oh yeah, I was there. I, I so thought that's what was going to happen. Is that Baron Morton was going to make his name? Uh, against Oklahoma State, and we were all just going to be screwed because that it had such a similar vibe to it. No, that kid's good. Yeah, a- he was like a big time recruit. I didn't know that. Uh, apparently, he was like a big time recruit. Yeah, and I, if I'm Tech, you stick with him. You just found the guy for the next what four years? I think he's a true freshman. So yeah. So well, then three years. Yeah, he's a true freshman, but. No, 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 no. He's a red shirt, red shirt freshman. Okay. So, but, uh, okay. So let's talk, Ian, I'm, we're going to clear out the runway for you. 
All right. We're burying the lead here a little bit. So this is a, we're recording after OSU's uh, loss to TCU. Yeah. And then back and then win against Texas for homecoming. Um, actually, no, no, no. Let's talk about TCU before we let Ian go. Uh, so double overtime loss. Um, Spencer was hurt. Didn't play all week. Didn't practice all week. Um, he was dealing with like an ankle and a shoulder, I think. Come, we run out to 24 7 lead, and then it just kind of all falls apart from there. What are you guys' thoughts on the TCU game? Levi, I'll let you go first. Uh, well, with the TCU game, it's one of those where kind of everything fell apart. And I know some people want to throw blame at one spot or the other. To me, it was kind of everybody fell apart. Once the offensive line fell apart, Spencer didn't really get great opportunities. Since Spencer didn't get great opportunities, the offense couldn't get much going. And then after that, because there were so many offensive opportunities that didn't land, didn't land the way that the offense wanted to, the defense then had to go out for a lot of extra times that there's no way that they could eventually kept up. And so then with that, TCU capitalized uh, – Duggan, I, I'll eat as much crow on that guy as possible because before the season, I said that dude was one of the worst quarterbacks in the Big 12. Well, scratch that. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the Big 12. His, you were off base, though. He got beat out in training camp. I mean, how many times is, was has he been a starter? Two years? And he got beat out by the transfer from OU, Chandler Morris? Yeah. So, I mean, you were off base. Yeah, that's true. I guess I just didn't expect that once he lost his job and he came back, that he he was gonna he was gonna take that personally like he was MJ. I didn't expect that, and I think it also helps with the breakout of Kendra Miller. I think it also helps with Quentin Johnston after a while officially breaking out the 200 yard game, and then what was it like around 150 against Oklahoma State, like two back to back performances. So I will give all the praise in the world to TCU. That is, I'm gonna eat as much crow as possible on that because I did not expect TCU to be the top team in the Big 12. So give them a lot of credit. And I'm going to assume, unless they major fumble the bag, they're a lock for Arlington. They're a lock for the Big 12 title game. Unless unless they just go down bad insanely fast, they should be a lock. And then for Oklahoma State, and after that game, I was like, all right, we need to make sure health-wise – we're good to go, but then because we'll we'll get into it here in a second. But then Texas happened where a lot of guys were out. And uh my official statement for the Oklahoma State versus Texas game, Spencer Sanders. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold, hold that, hold that. We'll talk about I, Texas. I know. I was I was just gonna say that general statement, then I'll give it to Ian. Uh Spencer Sanders, that dog. And now, Ian, uh, what were your thoughts on both TCU and then little Texas? So my thoughts on the TCU game were it was really good. I actually missed, I think, three quarters of that game because I was uh, watching uh, my alma mater, my high school, winning back-to-back softball state titles. Uh, so that was that's what I was doing. Um, I get home. Congrats. It's like the fourth quarter. I don't know what the score was, but I think TCU might have just scored. And I was like, okay, I, I don't like this at all. I think Sanders threw – he threw a really bad interception against TCU. 
Yeah. And then I think they scored again and it might've been 31, 31. And then I, I think I was just like, we're losing this game. I, that was my inevitability. And they ended up losing. I, I wasn't mad at that game. I, I think it was disappointing. I was like, OSU, they, they kind of collapsed, but I don't know how much of that was Sanders being hurt. How much is he hurt? And then we headed this Texas game. Uh, for the past couple of months, maybe can, years. can I talk about TCU a little bit? Sorry. Yes, talk about TCU. I feel Sorry. like I feel like you're gearing up. I want to I want to I want to clear the runway for you, Ian. But uh, TCU wise, like Ian, you or Levi, you talked about um, just kind of everything just fell apart, which I I think is true. You know, when you when Sanders, it was obvious that he kind of throughout the game just it was just wearing on him and he got even more hurt. His, his shoulder and his ankle looked fine in the first quarter. We were up 24 to seven. Um, he threw some dimes in that quarter. And then from, and then you could tell he, he took one hit on the close to the sideline and they came up kind of limping a bit with his ankle. And from there, he just couldn't move around in the pocket. So when your offense starts going three and out in 50 seconds, that's going to start killing your defense. The defense to their credit, um, played well for most of that game, but they were just gassed in the fourth quarter. And when you're gassed playing Quentin Johnston, uh, you're going to get in trouble. And so against a good team like TCU on the road, uh, I, I think it's unfortunate that we had such a big lead and we lost it. But like you were talking about Ian, you could just see the the momentum just shifting. And I said, if this goes to overtime, credit Tanner Brown for kicking that big field goal to send it to overtime, 52 yards or whatever. Um, I said, if this goes to overtime, it's over. Uh, and I wish Gundy would have went for two uh, in the first overtime, but every team that loses in overtime wishes or double overtime or whatever, triple wishes that the team would have went for two. But if in the moment they go for two and they don't get it, you're just like, you idiot. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, TCU, it's a tough loss. Um, but hopefully we'll get a chance to avenge, avenge it in Arlington. My whole thing. So they went for two or they didn't go for two. I was like, they should go for two either in my misery or just, just get it done because the defense isn't, isn't going to, uh, no, is it going to do anything? Literally the first play of the second overtime was the slant or no, that was the, yeah. that was the second overtime or first overtime was a slant to Johnston, like first play to the one yard line. I was like, if we don't, we're, we're dead. We're yeah. dead. Yeah. Uh, we should have went for two, uh, but that's hindsight. Hindsight's 2020. A lot of injuries in that game. Not near as many as we got against Texas. So, but uh, Ian, okay. I'm clearing the runway. It's all yours. Texas game win. OSU wins 41, 34. Can I, uh, before we get going, can I add kind of a, a revisionary statement for uh something that we've said several times, and I still don't think we're fully wrong on it about Quinn Ewers. And I don't know if we should like, maybe wait and let Ian go first, but. The I say we let Ian, Ian go first about Sanders. Well, we'll let this be the back half uh, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is about you, Ian. Go up, go for it. Go for it. Big dog. Hey, been, you've been waiting. You've been waiting for this. Haven't you? It's been a long time coming, huh? 
as as members of the Spencer Sanders fan club, yes, yes, it has. I could easily, I could easily reverse this. For Ooh. now, Ooh. for now, what I saw out of Spencer Sanders against Texas, um, and a little bit of TCU, I I can't, I can't say anything bad. He's been good. He right now at this very moment is the best quarterback in the big 12. He, he's been so. good. I mean, thir- 15 touchdowns, four interceptions. He's been the reason why they've been winning games. I cannot fault it any longer. I've tried, you know, I've been waiting for him to regress. I've been waiting for him to regress and it doesn't look like it's going to happen but it might against Kansas state because I'm worried just because I'll say this OSU's O-line needs to be very healthy because there's a guy on Kansas state's end with six yeah. and a half sacks, uh, Felix, I'm going to try to say this right. And Aduke Uzuma, he's got six and a half sacks right now. <laughs> yeah. Felix has a dog in him. Uh, no. and- got that dog in him. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kali Duke said something about that today. On him. This is a very dangerous Kansas State defensive line. And we'll preview K-State. We'll preview K-State. I promise. I'm just saying, I wield the right to amend one bad game. If he chokes against Kansas State, that All right. a, a second conference loss of elimination yeah. from any sort of playoff contention. Yeah. They're already eliminated from oh, the playoff, there are no in my mind, in my mind, but fair. I, I usually wait for teams to have two losses. Yeah. In the off chance. Um, but I, right now I'm retiring from Spencer Sanders hate because I, I can't I really, I can't really do it. I can't – what am I to defend that – I mean, yeah, he, he throws a lot of short passes. That's about all you could say. I wish he would throw more short passes. Do what? I wish he would throw more short passes. I'm so only argument. Uh, oh, go ahead. The only argument I have is that he doesn't necessarily have a cannon or he rarely shows it off, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because what we saw with Quinn Ewers – Cannon was really aiming to nowhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Again, you were... saw more of this game than I did. I was in Owasso watching my brother's band competition, Piedmont, People's Champ. We got fourth. Kind of got robbed, low-key. Other people have said it. It's not just me being biased. Not the point, but you guys can talk about this game because I, I, I didn't watch a whole lot of it. So I'll say this. Uh, at leave, I was going to say this earlier, but – Levi and I's take, and I'm sure Ian, I don't, I don't know. I think you agreed with this, but we have for a long time said Quinn Ewers was the best quarterback in the big 12. And just from very limited game experience, uh, a quarter against Alabama, the OU game where he looked like John Elway. And then uh, the Iowa state game where he was all right. And after this game against OSU, which is by far the best team he's played aside from Bama's first quarter. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, he was bad in this game. Like he made some insane, crazy throws that only he can make. Like he's got that elite, you know, arm ability, but so we're amending our statement to say that he's the most talented quarterback in the big 12, which doesn't make you the best. Yes. Um, That's what we do. We pivot, which, but 19 of 49 is in three, three interceptions is not good. That's bad. That is a very rough game. Uh, I will say this. This was his first career road start. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time he's like played in a year. Like he skipped all of last year. This is technically supposed to be his like true freshman year. If he didn't like wait to go to Ohio state, hang out for like a little bit, go to all the cool parties in Columbus swag, like Ohio, and then head down to Texas. Swag. This is going to be his like fourth career game. Also, I mean, I will say this long term. I I get what you're saying. Long term. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, but yes, yes, absolutely agree. Many people other than us inaugurated him as the best quarterback in the Big 12, aside from us. And that's just not the case after that game. I mean, you just can't say that. I want and everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, it's one game, it's one game. You know, in that game, he just looked bad. Like anytime there was any pressure in the pocket, he was just chucking it in the stands. which is not something at all that you have seen in his other games. So, uh, but honestly in his other games, he wasn't being pressured. Right. Definitely not in the OU game. Yeah. To me, it reminded me, and of course not legs, nowhere near the legs, but early career in the NFL, Josh Allen, where you saw that weapon working. The problem is it was overthrowing. There was any type of pressure that was near him. And you saw the promise. And that's what I, that's what the main thing we saw is like, eventually Ewers will get there. He's eventually going to get there. It's just right now, what Oklahoma state did was what they needed to do is turn him into the 19 year old. That's thrown into the toughest spot in college football of being the quarterback for the Texas Longhorns. That's what Oklahoma state accomplished. And you got to give that defense a lot of credit because you still gave up 300 yards, but in those key moments, you put a kid that let's be honest, if you put any other 19 year old in that situation, they don't get 300 yards and they fold like a folding chair, but you except were for the Morton kid. Yeah. Except, yeah, except for Morton. But in those key moments, you, you kind of show that you were just, yeah, with all the hype behind you, you might be able to get some stuff done, but not in the clutch situations, at least against some of these bigger teams that you need. Yeah. He really only had one touchdown. His second, he had two touchdowns. His second one was just where he threw a screen to Bijan, and Bijan turned everybody into dust. Yeah, Bijan like, is that guy. He's he's that guy, pal. Later in that game, I think it was in the third quarter, he missed another wide open Bijan in that same exact play that would have been a touchdown. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that's just a throw you have to make. Like, like if Baron Bijan was frustrated, he was so mad. Yeah, he was worthy. Was frustrated as I'll get out as well. Oh, I get, I get that too. He was overthrowing that guy. He's the fastest guy in the Big Twelve. Oh yeah, and he overthrew him like seven or eight times, where he had burnt Muhammad, like burnt everybody, and Ewers was just chucking it, way overthrowing it. He looked like Sanders last year. Sanders last year had a lot of overthrows. Yeah, that that's that's actually perfect with it because. There was certain there was one or two games where it was homed in, but there was also a lot 
where it was just blanket someone's down there and they'll get it. Worthy. It was always worthy. Oh yeah, for worthy. But credit credit too to OSU secondary. I mean, those guys are like learning on the fly. Only Taylor has significant starting experience. Thomas Harper played some last year, but Cam Smith, true freshman out there, having to face Jordan Whittington, Jaleel Billingsley, like that other guy, that tight end that they have, uh, Sanders, Jatavian Sanders, who has torched everybody until that game. He he had like two catches. Yeah, um, insane because both Worthy and Sanders, those two guys alone equated for 11 of Texas's touchdowns throughout the season. Yeah. And Sanders was and so, factor. Tell you who's a guy. Tell you who's a guy. Mason Cobb. He's that dog. He's not like he's not like Malcolm at all. No, no. But, but he's just he's good and he makes he makes clutch plays. Like he's the one who is is getting those key third down stops. Benson has been pretty good too. He gets he's kind of been hurt, but the off the defensive line finally got a bunch of pressure in this game. Colin Oliver, we've been begging for him all season. And I don't even think he had a sack in the game, but he was he was in the backfield. Trace he was Trace Ford, too. Trace Ford is back. Trace Ford's back. No, this is Trace Ford right here. He got that dog in. He got that dog in. I love Trace Ford. I'm happy to see him back. But credit to Derek Mason. Got severely outcoached in the first half in that game. Uh, it was 31 to – what was it? 31 to 20? 21? Third half time? Four, I think. No. No, it was 20. Was it? Because Tanner Brown missed his first field goal of the season. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was 31 24 because it would have been 31 27. Yeah. So 31 24, come out. They don't score a single touchdown in the second half, only a field goal, and it was on their first drive. Um, I, I got to give it up to Derek Mason. I've been a little skeptical of him all year. He's definitely more bend, don't break than Knowles was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't blitz near as often, but that was a heck of a performance. Uh, from Mason in the second half, Casey Dunn, I would say he was about average, which I mean, this to me, it's pretty good from Mason because again, this is his first year with the defense. And again, the clearance of that defense last year, it was all either in the NFL or tried out for the NFL talent and is on LSU or Ohio state. Exactly. And McAllister had like a phenomenal week this week. Killing it. That guy is so much better at Ohio state than he was here, which kind of hurts me but whatever. But uh, tip of the cap to Jim Knowles over at Ohio state and Tanner. They're going to win it all. That's my pick right now to win the whole thing. That was my pick before we even started watching college football this season was them go all the way and win. And I'm going to look like a genius. And I'm happy about that. Well, they were like the betting favorite, but. Well, it was either them or Alabama and like Alabama turned into this where you lose to Tennessee. Dude, Alabama. Hear me out. Go ahead, Ian. I was like, can we talk about that real quick? Tennessee. They're good. No, they're good. Will they be Georgia? No. Ooh, I don't know. Where do they play that game? Georgia. Yeah, no, that's a loss. But uh, no, Alabama, Saban's going to tighten the screws. Hear me out. I know people are leaving them for dead. They have the most penalties in the country of any team. Bryce Young doesn't look the same. Will Howard's been all right. Trust me, though, Saban's going to tighten the screws. 
I don't think the only challenger they have in the West is LSU, who has two losses. They're going to make it back to the SEC championship game and watch them win. Yeah, I mean, Alabama, they're still with one loss. They're probably going to make the playoff. I mean, it's not surprising. To I just don't want Clemson to get in. I don't, I'm out on Clemson. I think DJ is good and their defense is really good, but I just don't think like everybody else is, is as good as they need to be. My boy, DJ, ukulele. Who does Clemson play the rest of the year? Nobody. They play they Notre Dame, yeah. right? This is, this is their schedule. You ready? South Jackson, Ohio State. They got to buy. Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, South Carolina. Three of those are at home. Question. Rattler. Come on, Rattler. Is He's that not going to do it, guys. He's not going to do it. Not at home. Not with Miami at home. Or is that of Ohio? Miami, Florida. It's not going to make a difference because Miami, Florida stinks right now. Yeah. Your your best hope, I think, is Notre Dame. And they lost to Stanford. I don't know what you do there. Notre Dame is going to play Syracuse. So, and that's at Syracuse. We're going to see how that goes. But I, I don't think Notre Dame's that good. I don't think they're that good. No. I feel like this is the game they would get up for. That's all I'm I just don't there. want. I don't want Clemson to make it in. I'm afraid they're going to. I don't. The only way they don't, they have to get a loss. Yeah. On that schedule, do you see a loss? No. No. Who would they play in the ACC championship? Because it's division, I think North Pitt, Carolina at the Pitt, moment. Pitt. It'd be North, North Carolina. North Carolina. Oh, my Ooh. gosh. And you know who they lost to? Notre Dame. Oh. That's their only loss right now. North Carolina plays Pitt. Here's the coastal standings. You ready for this? This is uh, – would you like to hear the overall records or the conference records? We got time. Let's go overall. North Carolina, 6-1. and one. Georgia Tech, 3-4. and four. Duke, 5-3. and three. Pittsburgh, 4-3. and three. Miami, 3-4. and four. Virginia, 3-4. and four. Virginia Tech, Two of two and five. So it's basically North Carolina by a kind of a landslide. You better pray to God that it's North Carolina that gets in. That's the best option. That that's the only option because none of the none of those other guys seem viable. Pitt might beat North Carolina. Who knows? Oh, I don't. Is Keaton Slovis is still there? Right? He hasn't lost. Yeah, he he hasn't bailed yet. Okay, because for some reason I thought my brain said, oh, he, he lost the starting job. But because I remember when Keaton Slovis was supposed to be the guy for USC and he just up. But, the same thing about uh, JT Daniels. Yeah. But to me, it just kind of looks like that Clemson's going to make it into the playoff. I'm, I kind of don't want him in, but so would that mean the playoff – would probably look like this, uh, where it'd be Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Alabama. Well, Tennessee, if Tennessee's only loss is to Georgia 
and they don't play in the championship game. And if it's close, yeah. I I think you would see if Georgia beats Bama, then yeah, Georgia and Tennessee would get in if Tennessee is the only loss. Honestly, Unless they do something with an undefeated TCU. Which who would no. you rather see? Clemson no. or TCU in the playoff? Uh, Clemson. Oh, that'd be fun to have TCU in though. Cause if, if TCU goes undefeated, like they're not in. Yeah. Not this year. Let's Yo. take a let's take, you want to play. Whenever uh, there's three good teams, whenever there's three good teams in the SEC, Big 12's getting left out. That would have oh. people up in a riot if that happens, though. It's happened before. It's true. What? With two uh, when TCU a... and Baylor got left out. Yeah, but that was because of Ohio State. That wasn't because of an SEC. There was it was Alabama, Florida State, Florida Oregon, State, Oregon, Ohio yeah. State. And Ohio State's last game was that fifty-nine to nothing beatdown yeah, yeah. against Wisconsin when there wasn't a uh, so I guess Pac-12. conference championship game. Pac-12 killed us, killed the Big Twelve that year, yeah. which they were never not going to put Oregon in. Oregon had Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. but no uh i'm thinking of the year that auburn if auburn would have beat whoever georgia in the championship then it would have been three because it was alabama georgia and auburn right that year uh, the ucf year the ucf national championship ucf year, year. OU did did get in though because auburn lost no Wait, 2017, 2017. No, because in the, um, this was Clemson, right? It was Clemson, Bama. And then. OU. And then, yeah. OU, Georgia. Yes. OU was a three. Georgia won. That put him at two. But if yeah. Auburn would Auburn had two losses, if they would they had just beat Alabama, if they would have beat Georgia in the championship, then Auburn and Georgia w- would have went because Georgia was undefeated. OU would have got left out because OU had one loss to Iowa State. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Or was that twenty eighteen? I might get I might be getting the Baker years mixed up. No, no, because uh, okay, so they lost to Cl- Auburn lost to Clemson. And LSU, yeah, they beat Georgia. They would have two losses. There's no way they get in. No, right? no they would have got in. Remember back then, they were ranked higher because they they had, they lost those games early in the year, and then they went and beat number one Alabama. That's it says not- they were ranked number two on. How did the two loss team get ranked number two? Dude, trust me, they would have got in. Them and Georgia would have got in over OU. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they couldn't let in. Messi. Sometimes college football playoff systems don't make sense. Hopefully they're changing it. Mm. There, we should get 12 soon. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. First, uh, first they playoff. Haven't, have they voted ranking. on that? First playoff ranking comes out. No, Tuesday. I meant the 12. 12 is not coming until, I think, 20, 20. They basically said that they were going to change it, right? But it wouldn't be until after this deal is up, which is like 2025. Yeah. Still, yeah. still wish it was eight, not twelve. I like eight better. Yeah, we'll see. I guess I think if either eight or twelve, I'm happy. I'm just, I'm just done with four. Yeah, 
even though every year it's pretty much shook out. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. Time, every, every year for the most part, it definitely has. There's it's just, just one or two outliers. Last year, yeah. if we would have beat Baylor last year, would have been the year that there would have been controversy. Yeah. Because it would have been OSU or Cincinnati. Somebody would have been mad either way. I think they would have left Cincinnati out. I don't know, though. That's just, I guess that's Homer. When I look, Cincinnati, let, let's say OSU gets that one yard deal in, right? They can't avenge, they can't avenge their loss, right? Cincinnati was undefeated. Who did Cincinnati lose to last year? Nobody. They didn't lose. Okay. And they beat a Notre Dame team who was, you know, pretty decent. It it felt like the stars were aligned for Cincinnati, and I wouldn't have been surprised. If Cincinnati- yeah, if they would have done that, though, I mean, this is kind of a rabbit hole we're going down here, but if they would have done that, though, they would have went against all of the precedent that they'd already set by letting in all those OU teams that had one loss. That's true. And the thing yeah. that just hurts Cincinnati is, yeah, that besides that Notre Dame win, like – the, the wins against Houston maybe would be the other big things you could use while Oklahoma state went through and took out a lot of really good teams. Like that's that they beat somebody else too in Cincinnati. They beat Notre Dame and some, Oh, Indiana who people thought were good. Indiana stung. That's why I just ignored it. Oh, in a, yeah. and they were ranked though. They were ranked though. Yeah. They beat, I think they only had like three wins that year. Yeah. They were awful. Yeah. But so, I don't know. Maybe oh, we're, we discounted Michigan too. Well, I think Michigan. Oh well, if Michigan only has one loss, yeah, to Ohio State, and it's yeah, and it's close because I don't think Michigan's going to lose the rest of their schedule except this Ohio may be State. the year. This may be another controversial year because if you're sitting there with either a one loss Georgia or a one loss Tennessee who doesn't get to play in the SEC championship game. And then a one loss Michigan or one loss Ohio state that doesn't get to play in the big 10 championship. Who's getting in there. I, the bigger brand. And I think that'd be Michigan, right? Or would it be Tennessee? Cause they're in the sec. I, I, I don't know. It, dep- it all depends. I, I, I think. think Michigan state has an absolutely trash schedule. And unless they go undefeated, there's no reason they should be in here. Let's look at their wins. Colorado State stinks. Hawaii stinks. Worst team in the FBS. What? Hawaii is the worst team in the FBS. Yeah, because they just lost. Yeah. Connecticut, it was actually, they're okay, but not great. Maryland. Maryland's your best. No, Penn State is. Penn State is. And they killed Penn State. They killed Penn State. But everything else on their schedule does not... Yeah, it all leads to Ohio, though. It all leads to Ohio State. I hope, I hope Ohio State just crushes them so we could just put them in an orange bowl and be, be done yeah. with it. Which I think will happen. Yeah, I guess it'd be the Rose Bowl, huh? They go to the Rose Bowl, Illinois. Maybe Illinois. Oh, if you would beat Illinois forty-eight to ten. Illinois. Chase Brown down there. I so hate the Big right? Ten. I officially would like to make this statement on the podcast. I think Ohio State is elite in an elite program, top of the top. I think Michigan is turning into a very good program. The rest of the Big Ten 
freaking stinks. I don't want to hear your Penn State crap. I don't want to hear the Iowa crap. Wisconsin stinks. Nebraska stinks. Michigan State stinks this year. Big Ten sucks. They're the most overrated con- conference. Dude, are you, are you ready for Northwestern Iowa this week? <laughs> what you're saying is besides Ohio State, Michigan, the rest of the conference is mid. Just mid. Or worse. Yeah, yeah pretty worse. Dude, I would go under. There's such a big gap between the SEC and everybody else to me. Well, top to bottom, I think the uh, I think the Big Twelve, top to bottom, is the best conference right now. Top to bottom, I think they have the least amount of parity. I think that who would we say is the worst team? West Virginia. West Virginia. Didn't they beat Baylor? Yeah. So yeah. I know that was on like a Friday night, but no. anybody can beat anybody. And that's honestly true. And so for TCU to make it through so far, that shows you how quality of a team they are. But again, that shows you what else is here in the conference. So that's like, that's my thought of like, if TCU makes it, I'm going to assume again, unless something down bad happens to TCU and they make it to Arlington and then they beat Oklahoma state who will and still hopefully be a quality team unless something just messes up. Like TCU should probably make the college football playoff. But I don't think they will. We'll see. We'll see. But um, any other thoughts on the Texas win? I thought uh, a lot of injuries. Um, Of course, Jason Taylor, hope that he's okay. Hopefully he's good to go. I doubt it Uh, against K-State. They said a hyperextended knee. I don't know if you've heard anything on that front, uh, Levi. Uh, Dom Richardson hurt. Uh, That's my offensive lineman hurt. Like we're down bad in terms of injuries after that Texas game, but again, though that also shows you how big of a piece Spencer Sanders is. Is with all the injuries that they were currently dealing with, and then now you like with all those stacked on top. And then Spencer just goes out there and dude's injured himself. He, you can tell that even though he's going out there and putting on some of the best performances of his career, you can tell dude's probably still feeling some stuff from that TCU game. And he took some hard hits against Texas, but that shows you why he's the top quarterback in the big 12 dude is incredibly insane. And I, I'm going up against K state is interesting because that K-State defense, they've got some really good good players, especially with, uh, what is it? Uh, that D-tackle. Uh, how I, I had the name uh, on the tip of my tongue. Is it like Udoka Azabuki? Is that what it is? Yeah. No. Felix. Felix. He, that's a basketball player. As a Oh, I'm sorry. Uzuma. Uzuma. Felix, Uzuma, right? Yeah. Uzuma. I know what you're talking about. Six and a half sacks on the season for yeah. For, uh, well, he was, he was the he was the preseason uh defensive player of the year. And yeah, he's gonna win it. He's yeah. gonna win it already. I mean, oh, yeah. you get six and a half sacks already. You know, that the tackle spot, it's incredible. I knew it was Who gonna know how many he has uh on Saturday because O line is banged up. I I would not be surprised if Kansas State wins. Yeah, that's me. No, we can't be saying that. 
You got to believe their quarterback are both hurt. And the thing is, though, is Oklahoma they still have Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn can just run wild. Well, our, it, our, we thought that would happen with Bijan, and after the first half, that didn't happen. Yeah. Well, that was because of poor game planning. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, they, you started you chunking say that. They now, Bijan, Texas probably wins in the second half, at least. To me, I'm I'm gonna go Oklahoma State because both to me Martinez from what looks like Martinez and Will Howard are both kind of hurt right now. So trying to figure out who's gonna be that starting QB is tough. And to me, it's all gonna depend on the QB play. Because if your leader is out there and he's at the top of his game, which Spencer Sanders obviously is, if he can continue on and the offensive line gives him enough time and enough room, he can get stuffed up. And that's 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 flip side for K State because Will Howard is more of a dual threat guy, while uh, Martinez is more of a run first, ask questions later type of guy. And which for both of those, K State has two various offenses where they can utilize both talents, and then utilize the guys around them like Malik Knowles, Deuce Vaughn, and they've got just so much talent, both teams. But to me. If, if your leader, your quarterback is out there putting in work, if Spencer Sanders is out there ready to go and you're still having to figure out what you got back there at that quarterback spot, whether it's Martinez or Howard, I would rather go with the team I trust at the QB spot, and I, I'd rather go with Oklahoma State. We've seen Will Howard before. He's not that good. Um, and I think I trust Sanders more than Martinez, even a healthy Martinez. Yeah. Their best corner is out. Pretty much, they've said he's out for the game. Uh, his his name's also Deuce. Um, Deuce Green. Uh, and and who knows, too. I mean, we're not super familiar with K-State. Who knows what injuries they're dealing with on the offensive line. Everybody has, off, has offensive line injuries. I mean, that's just pretty much par for the course. But, no, I think OSU – here's my hot take. We're better with Nixon. I know, Ian, you like Dom, uh, but we're better with Nixon. He's a better back. What about uh, Ollie Gordon? What do you think of him? He's all right. He's a freshman. I think he needs a little bit more uh, seasoning. He needs a little bit more time. He runs. Okay. He's so tall. He runs so upright. He needs to – He's got. He, he almost looks like a receiver, and they throw it to him a lot. Yeah, I think Ollie Gordon, I think given a couple of years, he's going to be really good for this team. But I also think he just needs a little bit more time in the system. And yeah, and it's no knock against him. It's, it's just one of those things whenever you're so young. And again, going back to the Ewers thing, where some of these guys, you might get put in these tough situations and sometimes you just don't perform up to what you want. And I don't think anybody should have some super unreasonable thing for Ollie Gordon, since the dude looks like AJ Dillon, and, and yeah, hopefully one day could play like AJ Dillon. I would love that. But I love Dom. I love Dom as a goal line guy. Yeah, like a power back. But he 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 just doesn't like we. What drove me so crazy in the TCU game was we were just like running him up the middle so many times for nothing for zero yards over and over and over. It was like first down he's running up the middle and we're getting zero yards every single time. And they kind of started doing that in the first half against Texas. 
didn't do much. Second half, he gets hurt. We bring in Nixon. All of a sudden, now we, they start throwing that little uh, running back screen. That's what I'm talking about. I wish that we would throw more short passes. And we start getting guys in the flat, start getting guys in space. And I think that's where our offense is much better. I'll, this is what I'll go with for uh, my I'll, I'll say 28-27, Oklahoma State. I don't feel great about it, <laughs> but I—I uh, I mean, I do think they'll win. But man, I again, I will probably text multiple times how they're dead whenever uh, Kansas State first scores in the first quarter on an, like, an opening drive or whatever. I'll just be like dead. Can you gotta believe, Pod? Gotta believe. Gotta believe. Can you at least you talk about the gotta believe, Pod? They lost in the wild card round. I know. You, but you got to believe still. Can you guarantee me one game you're not going to do that? Oh, I'm, I'm doing Iowa it for State. all of them. You know I'm doing it for all of them. Dude, Iowa State's not beating us at home for blackout. There's no way. Oh, that's uh, yeah. It's blackout and military appreciation night. Oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah. Yeah. Also, again, for the I troops. whenever I get the chance, bring back those Cowboy Battalion jerseys, and I'm going to go ham. Please, Ooh. do it. Imagine the Cowboy Battalion with the blackout. Whole scariness. That is whole. Those jerseys, I told y'all, we won by a touchdown. What did I say before the game? That those helmets were worth at least a touchdown. <laughs> Shoot, I mean, that would have been – that would have covered, yeah. Yeah. Those were fire. But, fellas, they were. tell me – the cowboy battalions with the blackout around. Come on, that's it's just. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. I think though they reveal the new helmet. I doubt they reveal anything new this year. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Come on, I'm, I'm going to cheer from the heavens until it happens. I know it's not going to happen because that'd be fun. Isn't if it? we get past this game, we play the four worst teams in the Big Twelve. After that, think about that. Yeah. But you also know we got do this. Bedlam, you, we you got to throw all of everything out the book because it's. Right I know, but I don't care. I, I think OU's defense is the worst in the Big Twelve. Oh, you're one hundred percent right. But also, whenever it comes to rivalry games, and it's just in general, throw it out the book because that means OU's going to come out with the best performance of their life. They they will. And I think the best performance of their life was against Kansas because that was literally make or break. I think OU fans were willing to fire Venables if they lost to Kansas. Oh, God, if they would have lost to the Bean Boy, oh, that would have been terrible. I love the Bean Boy. He's just like, like the crazy, the crazy irrational fans after the Texas game were like, fire Venables, he sucks. But the like not – irrational fans, some of them would have started to say fire Venables if they would have lost to Kansas. If they were to actually ever do that, man, they would go down the, the pooper really fast. They're already in the pooper, but they go down really fast. So we got Kansas on the road. Iowa State. Iowa State. At OU. And then West Virginia. West Virginia at home, senior day. I mean, 
the nine and three possibility is technically still on the table, but if they win this game, I think it's it becomes dead. deader than dead. Harder. No, that's dead. Nine and three is dead if they win this game. If they go ten and two, they could still lose in the conference championship. Then they're ten and three. Which I guess that's that not be. nine and three, though. That is not yeah, you're right. That's still out of my bowl, though. Ooh. Uh, that might sneak us into the peach bowl. Peach, baby. No, it'd be cotton because peach is playoff. Oh, yeah, cotton, whatever. Hey, better than the Alamo Bowl. I'd rather anything besides I'd rather, just, I'd rather be in San Antonio than Dallas. Texas made the Sugar Bowl at 10 and 3. Yeah, because OU was in the playoff. Yeah. But there had to be a Big 12 representative. You win the Big 12, you're going to the Sugar Bowl. Or the playoff, but probably the Sugar Bowl. I really, I know it's not going to happen. I want Oklahoma State to go up against Oregon and Bo Nix. I want it to happen. Ooh. I'd like that. I feel like it'd be a fun matchup. I don't think it's possible anymore, but I've always wanted to see OSU play Utah. Ooh. Well, it's like two mirrors. <laughs> uh, that'd be fun since Utah, they've been on the come up for the past couple of years. That'd be fun. Also, poor USC. They were, there's no way they were losing that game that they lost to Utah. It was literally the game where they hired an artist to go in and draw the picture of the two players that died in 2020. And that's what they had on their helmet. They didn't have Utah logos, nothing. It was just a drawing of both of those two players. And they had a 10 minute moment of silence to commemorate them. And like Utah coaches were crying on the sidelines. There's no way USC was winning. Yeah, they. That's that's one of those scenarios where it's more than football. And when those kick exactly. Then when those kick in, yeah, you're just kind of toast. But that talk about OSU being cursed. Uh, it worked the opposite way for OSU in 2011. The game that there's no way we should have lost because of we should have had emotional momentum. We got beat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Is Gundy the best coach in the big 12? Yeah. Yes. I I'm say yes. What's of a question though? I, well, I say I, it has to be, I guess. Right. The way Aranda has stumbled now and Chris Kleiman to me would be right behind gut. It'd be Kleinman and Dykes are right behind Gundy and even you, you guys, you still got to put him. I would say Matt Campbell over Dykes. Uh, I would take Matt Campbell too, but the past two times I did, he failed. I, I think Sonny Dykes is a little overrated. I think Garrett Riley is really good. I, I think your top three is Gundy, Kleiman, Aranda. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, Campbell. Campbell's like four five. Campbell just keep his stock just keeps like sliding. Bro should have left whenever he had his best season with Iowa State. Should have left for the NFL. He didn't. He there didn't. were no jobs. Ah, he could have went to the NFL. Oh, okay, yeah, the NFL, the Jets, right? The Jets try to get him. Yeah, he could have left to the NFL easy. He could have gone or to the, the Lions. Panthers. The Lions tried to get him too. Which, dude, 
Motor City Dan. They suck. Dude, yeah. I'm so bummed. How about your Eagles, though? You want to talk about the, your Eagles yeah. real quick? Getting Robert Quinn. Well, anything else on college football? I'm good. Okay. I'm very um, good. Bro. Yeah. The Dirty I'm, Birds, boys. Best team in the NFL. I or at least tied with the Bills. And they just got Robert Quinn today in a trade. Howie Roseman's all in. They also have six picks in next year's draft, including two first round picks. And then the year after that, they have a ton of picks in two second round picks. See, now my pick for them to just win out in the NFC East doesn't sound bad for them, for my pick to be the top team in the NFC. Still we'll see about the giants. We'll see about the giants. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Did I have the Eagles winning the Super Bowl this year? Cause I can't remember if I did. I think no. I would I have? No. You had the bills, I think. Oh yeah, I had Bills Mafia winning. I had Bills Mafia winning. I still think the Bills are better than the Eagles, but I think that it's a close game. The thing is, that Robert Quinn acquisition is so underrated, and I think it's it might get to the point because people keep saying that it will get overrated. But Robert Quinn last year was phenomenal for the Bears. Sixteen and a half sacks last year. Bro, got him paid. Uh, he's only has one and a half this year, but the bears suck big win on Monday night though. But, um, yeah, uh, Eagles are all in. I don't think Howie Roseman's done either. Um, anything, dude, Howie Roseman, he created a super bowl winning team. Then he had some bad years of drafting. Everybody was out on him. And the, he's the executive of the year. He got AJ Brown. He got he traded up to get uh, my guy Jordan Davis, traded for uh, Gardner Johnson, traded for Robert Quinn, tra- uh, signed Hassan Reddick in free agency, and we re-signed Darius Slay. I mean, I'm still mad at y'all taking Jordan Davis because he's good. Oh, and um, Bradbury in free agency. Oh yeah, I, I, forget, I always forget y'all picked up James Bradbury. It's been the best corner in the NFL this year. He has more uh, pass deflections than touchdowns given up. Darius Slay continues to show why he's big play Slay. Big play Slay. Love that guy. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Still... And we got N'Kobe Dean. Yeah, that's true. I always forget that. Uh, but yeah, I'm not surprised at all that y'all are great. And the thing is, this is this was Jalen Hurts' premiere. Uh, he proven it. And then some. So, Second best thrower on the run in the NFL behind Holmes. That that dude is incredible. So yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that y'all are doing this well. Uh, I'm surprised that the Cowboys are doing this well. I'm surprised that the Giants are doing this. I well. believe I believe that I said that the Eagles have one of the best rosters on paper in the NFL, but I've been burned on that before, so I was skeptical. But uh, I mean, it's proven to be. That's the case. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Seriously though, Jalen hurts on the run. His throws don't change. Like the velocity and accuracy is the same as if he's standing still. It's seriously remarkable. Some of the things that he does on the run. How that do like on Madden, his throw on the run would be like 95. Uh, you know, Madden don't work properly let's be honest madden don't write properly he'd be like seriously i think hurts on madden is like 83 which is way too low 
Oh, I thought like last year, I thought it was like a 74. It was last year. Surely he's up in the eighties now. It's mad. They don't rate properly. That's why it's not playing. They now. don't. They don't. Trust me. But from, from Dirty birds play the Steelers this week. <laughs> Another win. Another win. Steelers. Do. Doesn't that feel like the Steelers could just come out of nowhere and just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. The Mitch. Pittsburgh Steelers are the St. Louis Cardinals of the NFL. They're just consistent. Mitch, Mitchy, Mitch. Does he still start there? Or is it Kenny Pickett now? It's Pickett. Oh, poor Mitch. Um, small boy hands. Why, why does Russell Wilson do the things he does? <laughs> because Broncos. Got that was awesome. Did you see what? Yeah. Did you see what he did? Doing high knees on the plane. How we, and I. What are we doing? That dude is the biggest poser in the NFL. The biggest poser. Did you hear what I said? The PFT tweeted about how if Russell Wilson's brain was born into Michael Sarah's body, he would be like writing manifestos on the dark web. Saw that. (laughs) So good. But instead he was born into like a world-class athlete's body. It's true. I, the danger, witch. let's go. That got taken off the menu. Uh, come on. And the thing is, like, originally we heard several years ago with, with uh, Richard Sherman just dogging out a Russell Wilson. We were like, that's that's kind of weird. And now hearing that, like, we wanted to get in contact with Russell Wilson, you had to go through his agent. Like, yeah, never mind. I kind of understand why people don't like Russell Wilson. You guys want to hear a sandwich? Why not? I for one thing, I might already had supper, but I'm kind of hungry. Italian herbs and cheese bread topped with pepperoni, salami, black forest ham, bacon, and provolone cheese. It's also topped with lettuce, green peppers, tomatoes, banana peppers, and finished with yellow mustard and mayo. He would be a yellow mustard guy. He I was in until you got to the mustard and mayo. Whoa. That's gross. It's kind Guys, of like the place then. Is it would look good at first. And then you realized, oh, you put mustard and mayo with it? It's Brett ripping time. It's ripping time, baby. Dude, I, rip. I feel bad for the people of London. They have to go watch uh, Broncos Jaguars. They uh, love football no matter what. They've been watching the freaking Jags for years. I This is like a, this is a whole new – this is going to be like Iowa. This could be – this could be like a 9 to – or 12 to 3 game. Dude, Kirk Ferentz needs to retire at Iowa. That's my hot take. Yeah, but no, yeah, I'm with you. I Hackett stinks. Hackett it... sucks. Yeah. I, you fire Hackett at the end of this year, man. You don't even have your first round pick. Seattle. Nope. Does. Yep. And they're doing pretty well. Yeah. Geno Smith to the moon. Geno, dude. It's. Gino country. That's right. Dude, Ian is Ian is in pain right now. Like it's just like the Will Smith pain meme. This is He needs to do like Will Smith and smack Russell Wilson. <laughs> just but. He's like playing Marvin's room right now. Yeah, he cups of the roses. Uh. <laughs> So the one, Mr. Unlimited. Real quick, guys, you're doing. Hold on, Mr. Unlimited, dude. Hey, hey, dog, bark one more time for Ian. He really likes you barking. Just one more time. 
is your dog excited? what about Dak? Dacky Dak's back. I'm not surprised. I take Dak rather than Russell Wilson. Frick this dude. Same. Man. I mean, that's not saying much. Yeah. Broncos fan was, fans would rather have Cooper Rush, I think, than Russell Wilson. Dude, I want Kyle Orton. Bring back Kyle Orton, dude. dude what is, what is going on? I don't know about Tebow, man. I uh, Tebow's right now seems like an upgrade over Russell Wilson. At least Tebow won a playoff game. RG3? Tebow was the reason why I became a Broncos fan. Have you seen RG3's Twitter, man? Yeah, RG3. I'm, I'm glad that he's uh, not going to come back to the league. His Twitter would uh, leave then, but RG3 still got some wheels. Yeah, he does. I always, I, I always wish RG3 never got it. Tomorrow night, uh, Bucks Ravens. Finally, a good Thursday night game. It's like the first good one, and then like there's going to be like a month of bad ones. Oh, so I'm I'm happy that this is here. Uh, Ravens country, let's call. Uh, gonna gotta give it a win for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Like, dude, I- on uh, Halloween time, dude, the Ravens, Edgar Allan Poe. Come on, I didn't even think about that. That's pretty good. Evermore, dude. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, that might be the move. I mean, I don't know about the Bucks at all, man. Dude, they just got hosed by PJ Walker. NFC South might be the worst division. They just got Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. They got Chuba Hubbard. They got Chuba. Oh, by the way, PJ Walker. Dude, is Baker going to retire? He might, he might have to. He can be a backup. backup somewhere. He can be a backup. Yeah, he can be a backup. I you mean, could do a Geno Smith thing. You should just retire and continue to do phenomenal work in the Heisman commercials and in the uh, what is playing it? poker with Pistol Pete. Yeah, yeah. And get a read on him. What commercials else? Oh, uh, 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 that's not Bed Bath Beyond. Progressive. Uh, head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. Uh, body wash. Or and sh- and no, sh- dude, shout out PJ Walker. I remember watching him in the XFL and being like, dude, this guy's way better than these chumps. Yeah. And unfortunately, he's not. <laughs> Matt Karate. He just beat Tom Brady. Heineke just beat Aaron Rodgers. XFL, man. That's where it was at. Dude, Taylor Heineke's good. He always Battle has ball. been. Killing. As a Carson Wentz guy, oh, I would like, this isn't that big of a deal, I guess. But I am officially now saying Carson Wentz is not good. I would like to make that now. You just now I've saying defended that? Him. Yes, I have defended him. I defended him last year with the Colts, which, I mean, I bet the Colts would wish that they still had him. No big deal. But oh, yeah. uh, he's not good, though. Uh, Matt can- Ryan, see you later, pal. Can I put in a request for Indianapolis Colts poverty franchise? Imagine. No, they still have really good offensive line. Imagine, imagine being benched for Sam Ellinger. Yeah. Oh, guys had like 25 concussions. Tragedy. Yeah. Also that offensive line hasn't been playing great this year. They not this year. No, no, but, but you are right. Colts. Frank Reich might be a fraud though. I think Frank Reich's not that good. I did win Super Bowl with my Eagles as offensive coordinator. But I think he's not that great as a head coach. Yeah, I think I think Big Dog's getting fired. Yeah, and then also someone needs to put some duct tape over Jim Irsay's mouth and like get a new GM, please. Like Jim Irsay is the owner. Yeah. Roof is open. Yeah, well, I really do mean because I, I assume Jim Irsay is kind of 
about the same way like Jerry is where he's got final word on stuff. Cause Jim Mersey seems like that type of guy. So better than, uh, what's his name? Snyder. <laughs> Do you oh. see what he said? Oh, I got dirt. He said, I got dirt. Got dirt, which I bet you it's only on J- Jerry Jones. And that's like it probably John Gruden. Yeah. There, hey, I, I'll tell you what, man. Hey man, I got fired, but <laughs> dude, the autumn wind stinks. The autumn wind is a uh, is a fall breeze. Just a little, just a little. Dude, the Chargers stink too. He's gonna get fired, Staley. Which there's not much Staley can do though with the rate people are getting injured. Yeah, but he makes some weird decisions. Yeah. You need what Herbert needs is like a veteran head coach. Air Bear. Like. I imagine, like, what if I, – I know it wouldn't happen because he's going to probably retire a Steeler. But, like, imagine Mike Tomlin as a head coach over there. Like, Dude, idiot Steeler fans want him to leave. Oh, God. I would I would do anything for Jersey Jerry. He wants him to leave. I don't get it, man. If Mike Tomlin were to go on the head coaching market, almost 99% of the head coaches in the league would get fired so you could get Mike Tomlin. Like, dude, dude, who's Minnesota's head coach? They just got a new one. Yeah, they just got a new one. Don't matter. They would fire him instantly to bring back Mike Tomlin. That's where he They're started. Oh, yeah. They're five and one right now. Oh, the Vikings are good. My bad. The yeah. Eagles beat him. I thought they sucked. That's their only loss. Oh, well, they killed him. So maybe that says more about the Eagles and the Vikings. I know. I was just trying to say something nice about the Eagles, the best team in the league. Or at least tied. Amy. <laughs> the problem is, Dude, Miles Sanders, hey. Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell. Hey, what's what's Lou Holtz doing now? What's up? What's up with him? What's he doing? Dude, Lou Holtz. <laughs> Listen, folks. I don't. I don't. I don't even know. Are they doing well? Are they ranked? No, they they lost to Stanford the other day. What's this is a Lou Holtz this is a re, rebuilding year. This is a rebuilding year, okay? Stanford's one of the greatest programs in college football history. John Elway, Andrew Luck, Christian McCaffrey. Listen, that's not a bad loss to Stanford Cardinal. Marcus Freeman, rebuilding year. Lou, that's all four, Lou, the Fighting Irish are four and three. I have to go take on Syracuse and Clemson. How do you think that's going to go? Listen, Syracuse. They stink. We're going to beat them by 100 points. In the Carrier Dome. Clemson, good, probably going to lose, but never count out the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Oh, uh, Coach, Coach, Coach Lou, uh, since Syracuse, they are, they are the Oranges. Uh, what, what do you personally think about uh, an, an orange? Are, are you a big fruit man? Gotta be real honest with you, Levi. If that's your name, I don't know. I'm old. But I can't eat a lot of things anymore. But oranges are one of the few things that I eat. And I like to put it in my mouth and just like show the rind out to my grandkids. And they like to laugh. I also may use that trick in a bar 
every now and again to pick up a nice young lady. <laughs> Coach, do you uh, like to do you use that trick when you go out? Uh, I assume your partner, your running partner, would be Urban Meyer for to use that trick. I have no comment on that right now. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Lou, you're you're 85. I didn't know you were still going to bars. Listen, I still got it. I'm Lou Holtz. Okay, uh, Lou, I want you to predict the rest of Notre Dame's schedule. All right, these are the five games you have left. You mentioned Syracuse, you mentioned Clemson. They have Navy, Boston College, and USC. Now, all three wins. They're going to. All three wins. USC is a bunch of liberal pansies. And we're going to beat them by a million. So that Caleb, puts Williams, you at, uh, kick, Caleb Williams can kick rocks. That would uh, that put you at nine and f- nine and four, eight and four on the season. No, nine and three on the season. Would you be satisfied with that effort from uh, Marcus Freeman? Absolutely, that'd be an excellent start to his Hall of Fame career. Have you got any letters from him? The uh, well. I've said a few, but I haven't got it back, which is an issue, which is an issue, but I'll let it slide till the end of the season where he has the chance to get back to me. Okay. Thank you, Lou. Go Irish. <laughs> oh gosh. I didn't expect that's where we were going to take it, but that was, that was a good time. I Any NBA like have... news you want to share Levi? You're a 2k guy. I don't follow the NBA anymore. I'm going to be real honest. Don't worry. You're not missing a – I saw the – Clay Clay got ejected. Yeah, for bragging about winning his championship, like, I got four, so now I'm going to get my first career ejection. Congratulations, Clay. Uh, That's got to be impressive, having uh, more championships than ejections on your career. That That is very true. That is pretty That's huge. Especially because I figured – I figured, like – China clay would come out every once in a while and just do some crazy stuff. Cause remember whenever he was over overseas, dude was loco, but nah, he just been, he been regular clay, which you gotta give words credit. They're, they're just, they're just that guy. They're, they're that good. But they were like, um, they won the championship and then they added Jonathan Kaminga and Wiseman. Yeah. Like yeah. what the heck? Yeah, they added the bucket, and then... It won't matter when the Thunder get Big Vic, though. Victor Wambama Yama. Yeah, buddy. I don't know his last name, when ben- but I'm calling him... What? Wen Ben Yama. I was close. Yeah. Wambama Yama? Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Like, that's whenever- so, him and Chet... That you will not make a layup against him and Chet. No, but if you if you uh, throw a light breeze at him, that's an automatic ankle sprain. That don't matter. That don't matter. We'll toughen that him no up. That ain't no problem. Chet's gonna come out looking like freaking The Rock and Black Adam after this off-season training regimen. Oh, that'd be so hilarious! You just see him just nah. Uh, but yeah, from what I've seen so far of OKC, uh, this. You've got SGA. Uh, Troy- first win. I saw they got their first win. Against Clips. Tank. Yeah. Tank season. 
Take two, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, besides, these are the guys that I would like to see on this team for next year, and we're saying this already four games in. Uh, SGA, Giddy, Lou Dort, Trey Mann, uh, both Williams, both of them. Both of them are nice. Uh, outside of this, everybody else can go. Vamanos. Bye-bye. Oh, and, and Chet. Chet, of course. Chet as well. Uh, everybody else, bye-bye. Ah! I'll also take Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I've really liked his play as well. He's been one of those guys that's really been playing decent. But, like, there's a lot of guys in here that we've been, like, waiting for two, three years. Like, hey, when are you going to develop, man? We're ready for you to take that next step. Like, Baisley is the big – Baisley and Alexei Pokushevsky. Poku. I'm, I'm down with Poku, man. I'm done. I, I, I this is only his third year. Should be showing more improvement. That's just me. I'm, we're I was tanking. We're tanking. Drafted, bro. I never. I didn't listen. Really that big. You know, what I really like. I like that uh, Jalen Williams from Santa uh, Santa Clara. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he just good. got hurt, but he's been pretty solid from what I've heard. I haven't watched a single game yet, guys. I I, I don't watch the NBA. I've seen highlights here and there just because with how things have been going on, I haven't catched much of it. I haven't been able to sit down and watch some. Uh, I think I might, I think there might be a matchup tomorrow. I need to check. Yeah. It's Clippers, but I think Kawhi and Paul George aren't playing. Yeah. I'm an NHL guy. First game. Go penguins, baby. Our big hockey man. In, in. Oh, yo, shout out the, Hey, Levi, who's your favorite team again? Uh, Preds. The Preds. You're a big predator guy. He's a huge predator. I'm a national predator. It's big it's, fan. Yeah. Are you no, a huge predator? Are you pro predator? I'm I'm pro predator. The movie. Oh yes, and prey. Did you see prey on Hulu? I don't know. They're like that looked really interesting. No, that movie's great. Watch I'm that. Taking a look at it. I'm not. I'm really enough not much of like a big horror guy. I'm a thriller guy. It's and, not. It's not scary. It's okay. it's thriller. And then, oh, then that's my jam. I need to check that. That might be my Halloween movie. Is watching Prey, dude. I watched the first Texas Chainsaw the other night, like the one from the seventies. Oh, pretty scary. Yeah, I figure. And also, sometime within the next couple of days, I'm gonna try to watch the first <sighs> ever Halloween movie. Ooh, oh, I love Halloween. The original. You want to tell it's you about scary. the? Can I tell you about the worst horror movie I ever watched? Oh yeah called they them it's on a peacock like the like the pronouns they slash them is that what it's about it's about a gay conversion camp and there's like i i'll just leave it at that go watch it on your own time man actually don't kevin bacon's in it Hold it's, on. Oh, I because wasn't that movie recent? Didn't it just recently come out? It just came out. It came out fairly recently. Yes. So is it like a conversion camp turned cult type of thing? No, they just introduced shock therapy, and the all the counselors are gay, but they they've been converted into straightness. So like, it's it's bizarre.
Whoa. Yeah, that one's uh, probably not going to get on the list. Well, it's not, unfortunately. I recommend it wasn't even, like, it wasn't even that scary. Let me, uh, let me just find reviews. Oh, yeah, I just looked it up. Bad reviews. 2.1. All right, here we go. Let's, let's read some of these. This is a five-star. Let's, uh, let's see some one-stars here, guys. See some. Uh... Oh, by the way, Ian, while you're looking up reviews, have you been seeing any of tonight's Dynamite? I have it paused. And after we get off this, I'm going to watch it all. Thing. I wish I I wish I had television because DVR would be great at the moment because I'm just having to watch it all go through. Dude, cable's like two hundred dollars. Yeah, no. Like okay, here 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 it is. All right. I wish I could have just buy a DVR feature for like for like just to have it. On yeah, the you can do that. You can buy like a thing like Amazon has. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Here's one that I found. Think Jordan Peele, but instead of pandering race with horror, it's gender slash sexuality with and much less horror. Kevin Bacon seems to reprise his role from Whitewater Summer and is still great at being the bully, but that is where the potential dies. Aside from the plot was slow and predictable, the characters didn't seem particu particularly genuine or interesting, and the slasher element of the film felt brief and forced. It reminds me of Mulholland Drive, and oh. that it appears to be a made-for-TV series drama that they scrapped, edited out a lot of scenes that would have provided context and replaced them with some cringe se same-sex scenes. Threw a killer in the mix, then released it as a rated R film. Hard to sit through. The dialogue is physically painful at times, but it's such a train wreck of a story that you might be curious to see just how they ended it. Heck yeah. Yeah, the only thing that made me want to do is actually go back and watch Nope by Jordan Peele. Dude, Nope is great. So um, No, I'm going to watch that horror movie Barbarian tonight. Ooh. That, that was... I'd seen the trailers for that, and that looked pretty interesting. I don't know if I would want to see that. That's just... It did catch my... It interest. supposedly has, like, a ton of twists. So, like, I don't know anything about it. I've successfully avoided all the twists. So I'm going to jump in. It's on HBO Max. I just, I want to add this. Um, the, 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 about the, they, them, it was, it was super predictable. <laughs> like me and my friends were watching this and we only watched it because we were in a room together and we we're like, let's watch some dumb horror movies. And this one was the first one that popped up and we're like, yeah, go for it. Um, we predicted about 90% of the film before what's going to happen or like like before a word of dialogue was said we said it first it well this is a I rough think, watch i think uh this is a good stopping point uh we'll be back with episode 11 sometime in the coming weeks Happy Halloween to all the listeners. Uh, stay safe out there. And that'll do it for the IPL podcast. I'm Parker Terrell, Levi Peckinpah, Ian Nickel. Have a good night.